Hello, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. God bless you. Take a deep breath. Enjoy that breath because God gave it to you. Also, it tells you that he still has a purpose for your life. Man, it's a great day to be a Christian. It's a great day to know that God is our father. And it's a great day to know that when we leave this body, we're going to heaven to be with him forever and forever. But in the meantime, we can be blessed with him right here on this earth, knowing that God supplies all of our needs and he continues to do great and wonderful things in our lives. That's the kind of God we serve. God is wonderful. There is so many things that you can say about God, but all the superlatives and the adjectives and all the things that, that we can say and the accolades that we can give are minuscule compared to what he deserves. God deserves all the praise and all the glory because he is God and there is no one like him. Oh my goodness, just to think how good God is. David said, taste and see that the Lord is good. And so we should be doing that ourselves, knowing that the goodness of the Lord leads to repentance. So if you don't know God, here's a great time to get to know him. I'm going to spend a little time with you today. And I want to talk about something that, uh, that, that's really uh, near and dear to my heart. But I want to tell you, uh, I want to tell you a story before I begin. Many years ago, there was a young lady who decided to swim the English Channel. And now, if you know, the English Channel is a very long body of water. And so it takes hours to swim from one side to the other. And, of course, she had a boat off to the side that went with her. And, uh, and then so she began to, to swim this English Channel. It was a challenge to her, something that she wanted to do, that she had been wanting to do, and she really believed that she could do it. And she began to swim, and all was going well. And so she noticed as they got several miles out that she began to suffer jellyfish bites. Uh, very painful, uh, very stinging, very uncomfortable. But she continued to swim. And as she gets um, down the channel and, and she really doesn't know exactly how far she has to go, it's pretty tough to see the shore, but she begins to notice all the fog that's around her. Oh, it got really foggy, really foggy. And so she couldn't see. And so she's sustaining all these jellyfish bites and stings and, and she can't see and she's getting discouraged. Now the water, she'd start noticing the water was cold. And she couldn't see the shore. She continued to swim. And after a while, she just gave up because it got, it became too much for her. The water was cold. Her flesh was stinging from the bites, from the stings of a jellyfish, and she just was having an awful time. So she stops, stops swimming, and they put her in the boat. Well, once they got in the boat, they headed to shore. Brothers and sisters, it was 300 meters that they went before they got to shore. 
She was 300 meters away from making her goal. But she stopped because of all the things that began to happen to her. The jellyfish bites. The water was cold. The fog set in. She became uncomfortable. She began to doubt herself. She didn't think she could make it because as she tried to stroke, the water was so cold that it hurt to even take strokes. But she was almost there. Have you felt that way in your life that you were almost there, but you didn't hang in there long enough? You didn't persevere? You didn't stay in the race? You know that the race is not given to the swift or to the strong, but it's given to the one that endureth until the end. Remember brother Peter. Peter and the disciples were in the boat and they were a great way off from shore. And Jesus had went up into his, uh, the place that he normally goes to pray. And after he had prayed, well, the disciples were already headed towards the other side. And, of course, Jesus told him to go. He missed the boat. So Jesus decided that, well, if I can't get in the boat, I'm going to walk on the water. <laughs> so Jesus began to walk on the water. And he's walking. <clears throat> the disciples are in the boat, and they see him. And they are afraid, man, because they're thinking, oh, my God, this is a spirit. They thought it was a ghost. And uh, once Jesus told him, fear not, it's me. They were looking like, what are you doing out there on the water? So Peter, being Peter, you know, he's the uh, sort of the outgoing one. Yeah, that Peter. Peter decides that he's going to join Jesus. He wants to join Jesus. So he said, Lord, uh, can I come on the water with you? That's Cousins uh, version of it. And Jesus said, come. And so Peter began to walk. Now. Peter was walking on the water, just like Jesus was walking on the water. But Peter did something that made him uh, doubt that he was walking on the water. He began to look at the effects of the wind, and the waves were rolling, the water was high, and, and it, it was windy, and all of that began to play in his mind. And he's thinking, I'm walking on the water, and it's so windy, and all of a sudden he began to sink. Because he took his eye off Jesus. He took his eyes off and no longer did he believe that he could do it. See, he wasn't thinking about it. He just did it. He saw Jesus. He wanted to go on the water. Jesus gave him permission and he decided to get on the water. He used his faith. His faith worked and he was walking on water. Well, guess what, brothers and sisters? In our lives, there are times where the Lord... Uh, we want to do certain things. We believe God for certain things. And and then all of a sudden, we take our eyes off the word of God. And then we're not successful in what we wanted to do. Now, I'm not blaming Peter. Don't, don't get me wrong. Because it was a just phenomenal. It was outstanding that Peter was able to walk on the water. I mean, think about that. You go out in your backyard and get in your swimming pool. You go to your local public pool, and I want you to step off the edge and start walking on the water. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. But Peter knew what to do. Uh, he called on Jesus, and Jesus, he said, Lord, save me. And Jesus reached down and grabbed him by the hand and saved him. 
But the lesson was uh, not to take your eyes off the Lord. And I'm going to tell you something, brothers and sisters, if you believe in God for something, um, you're believing God for a miracle. You're believing God for situations in your life. Maybe your marriage is in trouble. Uh, maybe your your uh, your children uh, are not serving God and you're believing God for them to serve him. You believe in God for your relatives to come to him. Well, you know what? Don't stop believing God because it seems like they're not coming just because they're on drugs or they're hooked on alcohol or they're doing all the things they want to do that they're grown enough to do. Don't stop believing God, whatever you do. Keep your eyes on the word. The Bible says that the entrance of his word bringeth light. It's God's word that's going to bring it to pass. You just keep believing God. You know, I always say about that. It's a song in the 80s, I think 70s, 80s. And uh, I know I'm dating myself. But as a group, uh, they call themselves Journey. And they made a song, Don't Stop Believing. And that's what you have to do, brothers and sisters. Don't stop believing. Because you may not get the answer right now. You know, sometimes, believe it or not, the answer is held up by the devil. The devil will hold up your answers to your prayer. They will get in the way and try to stop you. You know, it's not uncommon. Daniel prayed for 21 days. And this is Daniel in the Bible. He prayed for 21 days. And he needed the answer to a prayer. And guess what? On the 21st day, an angel showed up and told him, uh, man of God, God heard you the first day you prayed, but I've been in a fight with uh, the prince of Persia, which was a demon, and he held me up from bringing you the answer. So for 21 days, I've been battling and fighting to get you the answer. Do you know how hard God works sometimes to get you the answer? He works through your unbelief sometimes. He works through all of your doubts and your fears and God has to work to get you the answer because you're believing for you're believing for certain things. You 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 believe in that God is going to do great things in your life, you know, and so God is going to get you that answer. But I'm going to tell you something, brothers and sisters, whatever you do, whatever you do, don't give up, whatever you do, don't stop believing because God is faithful. He's faithful and just. You know, we sing that song, Great is thy faithfulness. Morning after morning. I mean, every morning. Your mercies are renewed. Great is his faithfulness. His faithfulness. And so trust God. Believe God because he will get you the answer. It doesn't matter about the storms and the, the winds that's blowing and all the stuff that's going on, you know, around you. Uh, in your periphery. It just seems like nothing is happening. It's not happening yet. But just believe God. Trust him. Don't fear. Don't let the devil try to stop you. I mean, he, he will come against you and he will try to stop you. But just take comfort in this, that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. No evil shall befall you. No plague shall come near your dwelling. God has given his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. God is faithful and he is, I mean, he will answer your prayers. And sometimes God might say, not right now. You know, maybe it's not the time. And that's okay too. You just have to trust and believe God and keep believing and don't stop believing. Just because you don't see the answer right now doesn't mean 
that the answer is not on the way. And so whatever you do, don't do like that lady because that's, you know, she, she got to the shore and she was disappointed. Now, let me tell you something. There's a good part of that story that, well, I'll tell you what ultimately happened. The next year, the young lady went out again with her crew. She got in the water, started swimming, and of course, the same thing started happening again. She got bit uh, by the jellyfish, stung by the jellyfish. Um, it was cold again, and of course, um, the fog set in and she couldn't see the shore. But guess what happened this time? This time she kept swimming. This time she didn't stop. She didn't let what stopped her before stop her this time. And sometimes in life, you may go through things a couple of times, three or four times before you realize that, you know what, I can win because you've gone through this already. You know that you can win. And this lady, she kept swimming and she made it to shore and she set the record. She swam the English Channel. But guess what, guys? In your life, maybe you have an English Channel. And maybe you've gone through something a couple of times and you failed. Maybe you're trying to go back to school and the first time didn't work out. Uh, maybe you didn't feel like you were smart enough. But I'm going to tell you something, brothers and sisters. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You are smart enough with God being for you. Who can be against you? You are smart enough with God being on your side. He will absolutely help you. The wisdom of the Holy Spirit will flow up in you. You just got to have the stick to itness. You just got to have the intestinal fortitude to stay in there, to watch your God do great things in your life. I remember when I was pursuing my master's degree and I didn't think I was qualified. I saw all the people in the room and they didn't look like me. And so as I'm going through this, uh, the devil is talking in my ear saying, you're not smart enough to do this. You barely got through college. You barely did your under undergraduate work. How in the world are you going to graduate? How are you going to get through this master's program? And I just kept going every day. I kept going to school. I would go to school and the devil would talk in my ear and I got an A in my first two classes. And oh my God, my confidence soared. And I was ready. And I believed God because God showed me if I could pass one class, I could pass another one. And so I continued. I continued. And guess what? This person that the devil said wasn't smart enough to make it. The one that he tried to convince to quit. Well, I finished my master's degree with a 4.0 because the God who created this universe, he was on my side and he was for me. He gave me favor and he gave me wisdom and he helped me with my knowledge. And I studied and I did my part and the Holy Spirit helped me and I got through it. And what I'm telling you is many of you are trying to go back to school because you're trying to get better jobs. You want to do something different with your life. Well, don't give up. Whatever you do, don't quit. Don't give up. Continue to do what you're doing. Don't stop. I know it's frustrating. Maybe you feel like you don't have the funds, but keep believing God for the funds. God will bring you the money to go. Just stay there. Don't quit. Don't give up because I'm telling you, the race is not given to the swift or the strong, but it's given to the one that endures until the end. Brothers and sisters, Keep your eyes on Jesus. You're walking on your water. You're swimming the English Channel. Keep your eyes on Jesus. And he'll get you there every time. Man, this is Brother Leonard. I done got excited. This is Brother Leonard. And um, I was going to say have a great day. But um, 
it would obviously be remiss of me to to not ask if there's some out there who are not saved and who would like to know the Lord. Um, if you do, I would like to pray um, a prayer with you and lead you to the Lord. And the Bible says that uh, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. And so um, Bible says with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And so here's your opportunity. If you want to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner and I want to be saved. I believe that God died, that you died for me. And I believe that God raised you from the dead. Lord Jesus, I repent of all my sins. Come into my heart and be the Lord and Savior of my life. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. I thank you, Lord, for being in me. I thank you that I'm your child. Thank you so much. And so, Lord, right now, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved. Brothers and sisters, get in a good Bible-believing church and get you a good Bible. You can download a uh, app on your phone uh, from the Internet. And I'm telling you, let's get this journey started. God is with you. God is in you. You're not the same anymore. So here's your opportunity. Praise the Lord. This is Brother Leonard. Y'all have a blessed and a wonderful day.